This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. When you tune into the show in the middle of an interview. I had one of those hiccup burp things. Uh-oh. Have you had those before? Sometimes. Sometimes it's the reverse, right? It's like it feels like it's going backwards in your eyes. <laughs> You're listening to Kelly and Company on AMI-audio. to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, repeated the show at 5 p.m. Wherever you're listening in around the world, we appreciate having you with us. Uh, remember, maybe you can check us out via ami.ca. You can listen to the live stream right there and also check out other things going on here at Accessible Media Inc. Any way that you find to take in the program, we appreciate it no matter what you're doing. And we always try to mention a few of those ways for you to know, just so that uh, whatever works for you the best, you can enjoy AMI-audio and Kelly and Company. Ramia Muthan, Kelly McDonald, we are the hosts of the program. Thanks for being with us. And on Mondays and Tuesdays, we get a chance to visit with one of our community reporters. Today, Kim Thistle joins us now with news from St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador, but she happens to be in downtown Halifax today. What's going on over there, Kim? Well, good good day, good afternoon. I'm enjoying beautiful Halifax like as a uh, tourist now, the dropping in and not in and out for a quick meeting with the CNIB or something like that. So walking around downtown Halifax, and I got a quiet spot. They let me come upstairs in this restaurant, Salty's Restaurant, and I'm overlooking the water and watching a, the ferry going back to Dartmouth and looking at the city across the bay. So it's pretty pretty cool. Like, it's no. a beautiful city, and even Halifax is lovely. Not Halifax, Nova Scotia. I'm getting to see more of Nova Scotia than I've seen before. Wow. So that's what I'm doing on my little on my holidays. <laughs> Some good walking, and I'm, I was going to say enjoying the hills of Halifax, but then you're from Newfoundland. There's enough hills in your city. I know city we're anyway. used to the hills. <laughs> yes, there is. We're used to the hills. It's not it's not a big shock or anything like that. I visited Port Royal on the weekend, and that was very enjoyable. You know, meeting the interpreters and seeing that little village. So it's it's, it's quite it's quite a nice trip. Well, loved your description right there, Rum. She did a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she always does. Yeah. <laughs> Letting us know what she's looking at right now. Um, how uh, how long are you in town there for? Two weeks. I came here around last Wednesday, so I'm staying outside of Halifax, actually, with my friend. But, you know, we go on little day trips and tours, and we did Peggy's Cove. Holy moly, I thought Newfoundland lighthouses and things were beautiful or the scenery <gasps> what a difference like Newfoundland is more rugged I guess is the word like but Peggy's Cove the, the, I guess made from the glaciers the rocks are very very flat oh, and right. I don't know if yes. you've ever visited it before you know it was, it was a different quite stunningly beautiful you know taking pictures but you know sitting on the rocks and lighthouses behind you and just the smoothness of the rocks and the colors and and the the area and the way they have it set up and the beautiful little shops. So here I'm doing advertising of important <laughs> things to do in Nova Scotia. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I guess we should jump to your items. Let's talk about Mount Pearl Renaissance Festival. What is this all about? Well, this is the first time being offered. And do you remember meeting Darren Han several years ago? He's a yes. coach from Heavyweight Gym. You betcha. We had him on the show. And, right. 
Exactly. So he's very active, like in Comic Con and and that type of thing, and you know, dressing up as superheroes. And I believe he's part of this group putting this together as well, the Mount Pearl Renaissance Festival, and it's August the twenty seventh to the twenty eighth, two days. You know, the last weekend of August. Um, and it's been, you know, said Mount Pearl. Unfortunately, Mount Pearl is currently is still been ongoing. We there's been a strike in Mount Pearl, the municipal strike with the the workers. So like. Venues are closed, like the Glacier um, softball programs or, or soccer programs are not going on this summer. So due to that, they had to get a new location. So I was talking to Darren today. I checked with him, and he said they're hoping to be able to move into pa- Paradise Park in Paradise, which is just outside St. John's, not too far. But still, that you know, unfortunately, you won't get the go bus there if you were planning oh, to go. Oh, boy. Because the go bus does not travel into paradise, unfortunately. So there, you know, now you're into a situation of, you know, looking for a ride and whatnot. And the venue has changed. Now, that area is very nice, Paradise Park, and they have outdoors, and they have the building there as well. So, but he's not confirmed. It won't be till tonight. So that's the number one thing that's unfortunate there. But if anyone was interested, it is $15 a day for adults and children 5 to 12. And I thought it was so cool. Like, it's celebrating all things from medieval and Renaissance period and a unique historical event. So the Renaissance is a time when things changed and art became more humanistic. And we started dressing to show our our prestige and, like, the bright reds and the burgundy represented the royalty and the high neck collars for the queen, like the ruffle collars. And, you know, and from what I read about the Renaissance, the more clothes you wore showed all the wealth that you had. So I think that's going to be interesting to see that because it says you can learn artisan crafts. So I'm assuming painting because that seemed to be a big thing that happened during medieval times. The right, Last yep. Supper mm-hmm. was painted during the Renaissance and the Mona Lisa. Um, dress and period clothing. So I thought I'd throw out a tidbit. What would the pants be called that the men would wear? Do you know what that would be? Trousers, weren't Mm-mm. they? Breeches. Breeches. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, the la- and, the, and, and then the ladies' dresses, they, you know, I guess from it, they lower cut and, you know, stopped underneath the bosom, and then they came long dresses. And as I said, the colors, the reds and the burgundies symbolize wealth. So you can Well, it was such a disparity between the haves and have-nots then. It was, and, and the, the distance and, even exactly. became further. Exactly, and it's a dance to a different tune, so I'm assuming they're going to have some music there. There will be vendors, so the vendors will be selling things like homemade and handcraft items like jewelry, leatherworks, clothing, soap, woodcrafts, food, and more. I'm always for the food, you know that. I love going for the food. And and they also have a big canopy, so they're encouraging anyone to decorate in Renaissance style. So when I look at the pictures in Renaissance style, you're talking like uh, like canopies and tints and a lot of um, drapery. That's what I see in the pictures. Nice. The, the, wow. To, to doing up. So, uh, so being reenacted, and you know, I think that would be a very fun event for families to get together. Well, Once you learn a lot, in, too, in, and the people who are doing I, it really know their stuff if you, you get talking to them. And that's the impression I'm getting. Like, I don't know if they'll actually have swords there, because I saw that question on Facebook. Are they allowed to bring replicas of swords, you know, you know, as long as it doesn't promote violence? So not sure the answer to that. 
and the time of the knights and the queens, so I'm sure the knights will be going walking around and the queen will probably be there, probably be some queens there. There's an assumption on my part, but I would think that they truly want to bring it together. And the jugglers, I would think they would have gestures there. And so I think it's an opportunity for family to get out. Us as visually impaired who have vision loss, like being some descriptive and perhaps feeling the clothing, like that's what I did when I went to Port Royal and the lady was doing the stitchery and, and she let me feel the fabric and I felt the fabric of her uniform, her costume. So being interactive that way. We do not have a mask mandate, but once again, to each their own, you know, certainly wear a mask if you're comfortable, if you want to. Okay. This is awesome. Um, I think there's a lot to learn and a lot to have fun with too, which is really, really cool. Uh, can we move to come home year 2022 in Newfoundland and Labrador? Perfect. Yes. Now, come home year, we call it like, you know, in Newfoundlanders that live away, come home and visit your province. And as I've mentioned many times, many Newfoundlanders love to come home, miss their family, their friends, their, the, 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 the culture, the, you know, the, the landscape. So this year, you know, with COVID being relaxed and restrictions a bit more, come on home. And my friends, I mean, I'm looking at my friends on Facebook who attended, they live here in Newfoundland, but gone to come home here in, in a festival in Cape Royal and had a ball. So come home here, New, the government Newfoundland Labrador. We have several historic sites. This year, they'll be free. So encouraging everyone to get out and visit the sites that we have around Newfoundland and Labrador. Oh, sorry, some people showed up. Um, the Beothic Interpretation Center, that's in Boyd's Cove in Gander. I've visited that before. I mean, the Beothic were, you know, there's no other way to say it. They died either, you know, starvation or disease from, you know, the settlers, you know, people who came over mm-hmm. from England. And, you know, and there's a statue as you go in the trail, the walking trail of Shana Diddy, the last surviving Beothic. So you would learn about, you know, the boat making. You'd learn about their... They're tools that they use. There's a Cape Bonavista lighthouse is another place that's wonderful to get there and find out how the lighthouse was manned and see how a lighthouse keeper would live and what would be in the homes and the flags that were used. The colonial building in St. John's, unfortunately, is closed for renovation, so that's not open. Um, Commissariat House, I've talked about that before when I go for Christmas times, when they have it open and they have it done in, in um, you know, decorated for Christmas. That is a cool place to visit. That's where the, the base of the, the military commander oversaw the, the, the command of St. John's Harbor and deployed, and the, they got their rations and things like that. But that's a beautiful home. People are in period costume. Um, the lady there upstairs who, who is making like the lace, like you see them doing it by hand, making lace. So, and they're cooking the bread on over the open fire in the kitchen and over the hearth. Um, Cupid's Cove Plantation. That's just outside, about an hour outside St. John. Another great place. We're excavating, the, um, I think it's uh, Gilbert's. I'm trying to remember the, the, the settler. 1600s. They're finding artifacts every summer. There's new things being found. So Man. that's another place mm-hmm. to go. That's and, awesome. Uh, we have it is. And we have Hearts Content Cable Station. That's outside St. John's as well. That's free. And you go in there and you can see, you know, the. You can do the Morse code, you see how the people were employed there for the transatlantic to send messages back and forth from, you know, Canada to England, Newfoundland. Mock Duggar Plantation, and we have Newman Wine Vaults that's downtown. You can sample a bit of port. The, the, the 
Report used to be stored in the hills of Single Hill, of Ca- um, Single Hill and uh-huh. Point Amora Lighthouse and Trinity Sites. Awesome. So wow, many, Kim, there's so much. That is amazing. And uh, good timing. We're, we're out of time with you. We're going to let you go. It's yeah. almost dinner time. Uh, you might as well grab some food there at Salt. <laughs> Enjoy your visit and uh, be safe. I will. Thank you. Thank you. You take care. Talk to you next month. Kim Thistle is our community reporter, St. John's, Newfoundland, and Labrador. She covers off those areas for us. Remember to check out our blog at ami.ca slash Co from her report. Coming up next, Young Wang shares her recent learnings about lawns, aesthetics, and diversity. We'll talk in just a moment. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.